Well, hello everybody. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to the first official episode of the Higher Battle Podcast. My name is Peyton and here we talk about Jesus and together walk through the highs and lows of living a life for God. I chose this topic today because I know a lot of people, a lot of younger and even older followers of Jesus go through a period where being single is a struggle. It's definitely not fun sometimes. I know I definitely had moments where I battled with it and really just did not see the purpose and it really took me a while to find happiness and contentment without being in a relationship. I want you guys to know going into this that your singleness is not a punishment and it should be viewed as a gift. So I've had very long periods of singleness and periods where I had what I like to call situationships where you're kind of more than friends, but you know, you're not really dating. You're kind of talking to someone for a while, a few months, but it never really goes anywhere. And uh, yeah, you never even started dating. Actually, it's the definition of a terrible thing to be in because all it does is waste your time and make you upset. You kind of just throw your feelings around back and forth and eventually one of you kind of just drifts away. I know we we just really love that, don't we? I'm sure some of you guys are going through the same type of situationships. Um, there really is no direction and no purpose of those and most of the time it's not going to get you anywhere. Uh, you should be so stuck on the path that God has you on, so focused on the ways that God is working in your life that the person you are meant to date, or I guess marry, because dating really isn't in the Bible, uh, the person you are meant to marry, if you are called to marriage, is going to be running alongside you in that. You should never have to slow down for them or put God on the back burner. And that's something I definitely was doing and I'm not gonna sit here and say that I was perfect at everything. Um, that I am, I'm definitely not perfect at everything or anything I should say. Um, but I definitely did put God on the back burner most of the time. Uh, relationships literally are all around us, uh, <laughs> like literally everywhere. You guys go on TikTok, YouTube, movies, Netflix, all those good things. Odds are someone's going to be dating someone else and odds are someone is going to like someone else and they're going to be trying to um, put these two people together and have them date. Like, it's it's literally everywhere. Literally, you cannot escape it. Um, and the world dramatizes relationships, kind of makes it feel like, oh, you don't have a boyfriend or a girlfriend, then <laughs> you just really aren't cool. Like, what are you doing? That's just weird. Um, or they like to dramatize it and be like, well, if that person didn't like you, then you probably need to change who you are, how you look to get that person. <laughs> that, that's, yeah, we don't even need to get into that because we know that's just really unhealthy. You guys sitting right here listening to this podcast, if you took out a piece of paper and defined love, what does it look like for you? How do you define it? Where did you learn to define it? 
If your answer is based on things you've seen in movies and TikTok and all those things, then I can probably sit here and say that you definitely aren't ready for a relationship. At least a God-centered, God-given relationship. I challenge you to really look into what God's love is. Compare what God says about love to the list and definition that you just created. When I was having moments where I just really hated singleness, I was annoyed, I was mad at God, I was annoyed that like everybody else was in a relationship and they seemed happy and things like that. First of all, looks can deceive you. They probably looked perfect and happy on the outside but might have been falling apart on the inside. And, and when I felt like this, I would just learn listen to tons and tons of podcasts. I remember like sitting in class doing my homework and things like that. I would just constantly be listening to podcasts and sermons about singleness and how to handle that, what God says about it, all that good stuff. Just really, really pouring into that learning and then really just understanding the value of love, how God defines love and how much you already are loved. That is extremely important during your times of singleness right now. To know and be completely rooted in the truth that God created love and that God says love is sacrificial. It's not self-serving. It's beautiful. It's drama-free, girls and boys. It's drama-free. It's godly and it's patient and the only place you can find unconditional love, which you hear everybody say, is God. The funny thing for me, and I don't know if you guys can relate to this, but my feelings towards singleness really came in waves. Like, there'd be times where I'd just be chilling, super happy. I'd be like, I don't need a boy. Like, I'm living life. It's great. It's wonderful. And then there'd be times where I'm like, yep, um, I need a relationship. God, like, hello, I feel like I'm doing everything right, like, where's my guy, things like that, and it's just, it was just really interesting that high and low that would happen, and then I would get into a situationship, or I'd start talking to a guy and getting to know him, and then I'd be happy again, and I was like, ooh, like, this is kind of a scary cycle that my happiness, my contentment, and I don't know, my overall mood was affected by whether I was talking to a guy or not. That just freaks me out, even listening to it now. Just, that's kind of like terrifying to have all that rooted into that person. The problem is I would think those situationships were a great idea and that I constantly needed to be talking to someone that... I would most of the time get hurt. Like I said, those kind of relationships really have no purpose or end goal, I guess. When we date, we date for marriage and those kind of undefined relationships really have no purpose. Well, basically, I would get hurt. I would have all these things rooted in this relationship. I would get hurt. So guess what? Your girl became the queen of friend zoning. <laughs> I'm sure some of you guys are also extremely good at friend zoning, but that was kind of a coping mechanism. I was like, yep, um, I'm not dating anybody ever, and 
every guy is just going to be my friend and that's about it and no one stands a chance. Um, and so basically I kind of disregarded all guys and was only their friends and I made it extremely clear and maybe wasn't always the nicest about it. And that's not, that's not the right way to go around it either. Like, that's not healthy either for me to be kind of closed off to any possibility of God bringing that God-loving man into my life and kind of starting that healthy relationship that points towards marriage. But you see the big purpose of singleness is to get closer to Jesus. We get really caught up in the fact that, oh, we're single. I'm single. I need a relationship. I need a boyfriend. I need a girlfriend. That we don't even think about what Jesus is even doing, how Jesus is even working in this time. Like, we kind of do that a lot. We kind of get extremely self-centered a lot. And I don't want to offend anyone because you're probably like, how rude for you to, like, call me self-centered and stuff. But I don't know. How much of your life revolves around you? If you're someone who believes in God, who lives a life for God, how much of your life revolves about Jesus? Probably a very small amount. Well, Jesus really, like, really wants to be a part of your relationship. And, and... He wants it to be successful and beautiful and full of love. But guess what? The purpose of your singleness right now is to set you up for that relationship. Not just romantic relationships. Not just for marriage. All relationships in your life. I can tell you that the only moment where I was happy and content being single. When I was pouring into Jesus as much as he was pouring back into me. I had such a drive and such a fire to learn more about God and constantly um, just have him fill me up and just be in presence with him that I was like super, super happy. And I think, let, here we go, don't take this the wrong way, but like let Jesus be your person for a while. He always should be, but, like, if you're really seeking after these relationships, dating relationships, all this stuff, let God be that person for a while. Podcasts specifically helped me a ton, which is one reason why I wanted to create this podcast and this episode. I looked to a lot of podcasts and sermons quite a lot to learn more about the purpose of singleness, which I mentioned a little bit earlier, but... I just really, like, learned, (laughs) learned, 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 and God calls us into this time, and he either calls us into these small seasons of singleness, or he calls us into a life of singleness. Not all of us are called into marriage. We all have different purposes in life, and I think that is right there the importance of being content with God, is knowing that whether he brings you a spouse or not, whether he has you date that person or not, he has to be content and enough. No person should ever replace God. And yes, absolutely God wants you to be in a relationship with others, but that looks very different for everyone, so it's kind of unfair for society, for movies, for things like that, to give us these false hopes and these false, like, realities. And it says in Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12, Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their efforts. For if either falls, his companion will lift him up. But pity the one who falls without another another to lift him up. 
We can succeed with a community around us, with friends, family, relationships with others. The important thing is that some don't realize God wants a relationship with you first. God wants to be in a relationship with you first before others. Relationships with others come next. So if you're sitting here having the hardest time being single, because maybe that's why you're listening to this podcast, God's calling you. God wants that time for you. You have been so focused on finding that person to date, finding that person to talk to, to be with, that God's kind of lonely. God's, he's been waiting to pour into you. He's been waiting to make you full. He's been here the app, like literally the entire time. Your heart's been so closed off and so narrow-minded to the love of this world that you're not getting to feel the amazing, wonderful love that God can give you, the fulfillment. How are you supposed to love your future spouse or your family or your friends without feeling and knowing the love of Jesus? You can't. You're going to love them how the world loves you and that is a broken and a false love. Spend time in the word in prayer, in Bible study, spend absolutely all the time you can because it is crucial even more today. I found that when my life was filled with Jesus, I mean really filled without any distractions, pursuing the path that he put me on, looking into the gifts that he gave me to serve others, I had absolutely zero time to worry about my singleness or feel bad that I wasn't in a relationship. The world, people will make you feel bad that you are single, that you are in a relationship, but that absolutely is is not. Don't even read into those lies. I think it's also extremely crucial to figure out who you are. Find your find what your identity is rooted in. You know, earlier when you tried to define what love is to you, well, what is defining your identity? What is your identity rooted in? For some, it may be sports. For some, it may be um, your boyfriend or girlfriend, the love and affection they give you. For some, it's your job. God has you placed in this season of singleness, maybe because he knows your identity will be rooted in that relationship in those things instead of him. You don't know who you are yet. You don't know how much you are loved. You don't even know how to properly be loved. How can you go and date that person if you've never learned what actual love should be like and looked like? If you've never let God love you, if you've never looked into how God defines love, what God says love is, then you are not ready for a relationship because odds are your relationship is going to be fake love or harmful love because that there is such thing as that. If you don't know how much you are loved already and if you don't know your value then you have no business being in a relationship right now god might not think you're ready because he wants you to know 
that you are of utmost value and that nobody's love can ever be more than how much God loves you. That's like extremely important to understand. And I needed to understand that before I was to be in a relationship as well. And I needed to, and I needed to understand that before I was going to be, and I needed to, and I needed to understand that before I was going to be in a relationship as well. If you believe the saying, I have to find my other half, or I won't be whole, I won't be whole until I meet this guy or this girl, like, I'm just not my full self right now because I'm missing my other half, then you're, you're kind of viewing relationships completely wrong. I know that God didn't lead me to Wyatt, my boyfriend now, until I was sure of who I was, until I knew that only God made me whole. When Wyatt and I met, my relationship was the best it had ever been with God, and it felt great to be single. I was just chilling. I was like, I could be single forever. Does Vi- I mean, not for. I mean, <laughs> I'm a girl. I wanted to get married one day. You know, I wanted the whole wedding, the whole the whole deal. So <laughs> I don't know if I could have been single forever, but at that moment, I was completely content, completely happy with where I was and with being single. And it's just, it was the best I had ever felt in my season of singleness. And sure, I wanted to find someone, don't we all? But the importance is at that point, I knew God was working in my life and I was okay with it just being me and God. I was on my path with God. I was doing my thing, going to school, all that. And then he brought a person alongside me that was running at the same pace. The thing is, you can't look to that guy or that girl to give you only what God can give. That's the biggest expectation to ever place on someone, and let me tell you, they're going to let you down every time. That's what I used to do. I probably still do it sometimes because, like I said, I'm not perfect. I will place expectations on people that I expect them to meet clearly, but they are only things that God is able to do in my life. They're the only things that God is able to help me with, but I'm expecting someone else to fill the shoes of God. Not to mention, none of it's going to last. That moment of happiness, that moment of self-love and high self-esteem that is rooted in what that other person says about you, how that other person loves you, will only last as long as that person is there. As long as the person is helping you with that. And I'm not going to sit here and say I've never done this because I just told you I definitely have and I still do. Because we're human and we want to be accepted by people. We want people to think highly of us. We want to feel good. But ultimately, the truth is that is just really not healthy. One of my favorite quotes that I like to think about when I was struggling with singleness um, was, God has not been holding the relationship back from you. He's been holding it back for you. And I heard that on a Transformation Church podcast. But not everyone is called to be married, but I believe God places the one you're meant to marry in your life at the perfect time. He's holding it back for you because you clearly are not ready. Maybe there's parts of your character, parts of your faith, 
maybe the ways you handle your relationships now, maybe healing that needs to happen before you can meet this person. He knows you perfectly and he knows what's best for you. So it's not like he's sitting up there and being like, I'm just going to torture them and they're not going to date anybody or marry anybody right now for like a really long time because I mean, and no, he's preparing you. He's preparing that person. Think about your future spouse. Maybe they aren't ready right now. Maybe they're dating someone that they're not meant to marry and that relationship is kind of working itself out. God is going to lead that person to you when the time is right. Another important concept to grasp, which I don't think I've fully, fully acknowledged it and I don't know how many Christians have, but if you can't look to God right now and truly say he is enough then no one you ever date or ever marry will be enough. And I don't know, even in my faith, that I can say, Jesus, you are enough. That I could not have anything else. Like, literally, that if I was to get nothing else in life, go nowhere else, that Jesus would be enough. That is a whole other topic and something that you really just have to grow in in your own time and your own faith. But... Starting to get familiar with that is very important during your time of singleness. No one lives up to the glory and wonder of our Lord and Savior, as you know, so there is no way anyone here on earth is ever going to satisfy you and fill you up in that way. The reason why you are struggling so much with singleness right now is because you are not letting God fill you up and you are not looking to God for that contentment and you are replacing God with people. It's really easy to get in a relationship and forget about God altogether. That is why we are called to be equally yoked. And that is where it's going to be important for you and the person you are dating to invite God into every aspect of your relationship. I'm not going to sit here and say, don't go out with anyone ever. Like, you're in a season of singleness. Like, Dating is off limits. I'm just saying, when you're in this season, there is no need to force anything. Like I was saying, go back to how you define love. Go back to where your identity is rooted. Your worth. What you value. Things like that. Go back to that. If a godly man or if a godly girl that you're friends with, that you know comes up to you and asks you on a date, you can say yes. That's great. God will literally show you if you're meant to be with a person and when you define love using what God says love is, then odds are you won't get hurt. Don't be like me and be extremely friendzony and afraid and scared. Clearly, I would have been fine I have learned and knew what God said love was and how much God loved me. I knew who I was and I know who created me and I knew my value. That's why when Wyatt came along, I was able to start a healthy relationship that was focused, that was God-centered. 
you don't have to force anything. That's what I was doing in a lot of my situationships, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) You will be so much more mature in the way you handle relationships and your heart, soul, how you view yourself won't be tied to that person if you really take your season of singleness right now seriously. (laughs) It will just help you so much. It'll be great, I promise. I'll, I'll help you through it message me I'll hold your hand like we'll do this we can do this as I was saying when I met Wyatt I literally friend zoned him for two months guys I was like no I can't do this again I can't fall into another situation ship like I'm focusing on God things are going great like I don't want to do this and I was kind of scared and the situation ships hurt (laughs) because I a lot of times tied my worth and happiness to those relationships and I did not want to do that again and I was afraid that Wyatt would be the same way which is me okay I'm sorry but I literally prayed in my season of singleness I prayed to God that I would not have feelings for anyone that he did not want me to be with That was extremely helpful, and let me tell you, God answered my prayers in that way. Well, folks, and let me tell you, I trusted God, and Wyatt and I have been dating for a year and a half, and it's been great. Wyatt pursued me and truly showed characteristics of a godly man who had the right intentions. I didn't have to force anything. I didn't have to make the move. I didn't have to be the spiritual leader. Like, all this stuff, all these good signs. And the feelings were there when I asked God to, like, help me with that, which was really cool. Really cool to see the way God works in that. Um, But you just, like, let me just say this one more time. You don't have to try and force relationships. That's not going to work. God has a plan, as you've heard a million times, but let me tell you, it's so true and there's no way you're going to alter it. So you might as well buckle up and trust the pilot, whether you're going to be single for 10 more years, one more month, one more week, whatever. You might as well buckle up and trust God. Because you force things, you're going to get hurt. You're going to continue to force things and you're going to continue to get hurt. So I just hope and I pray for you guys in this time that you just really look for God. And I just pulled out a couple of the tips that we just talked about just to leave them with you and we'll end this in prayer, but I'll just leave you with these tips first. So pour as much time into God as he is pouring into you. Pray to not have feelings for anyone God doesn't want you to be with. You have to find fullness in Christ. Don't place impossible expectations on others to give you what only God can give. If God isn't enough, no one ever will be. And I'll say it again, don't force relationships. But thank you guys for joining me this Wednesday. I want to leave all you lovely, lovely friends um, with a prayer. And then we'll close out and I will see you guys on next Wednesday. So, dear God, I pray that you're just in this space right now. That you would just comfort the souls that are just extremely restless in this season of singleness. Who don't see a purpose for it and are just really struggling through it 
don't know why you have them here. The ones who are forcing relationships, who are maybe in a situationship right now and just, or they just constantly are getting hurt. I pray that they would feel your love and your presence right now more than ever. That they would be filled with a drive to know you more, to love you. That they would really discover what love means to you. What does love look like in your eyes, God? That they would just be filled with that. That they would know that they don't have to slow down for anyone. That they don't have to put you on the back burner for anyone. That the person you have for them will be running right alongside them quickly towards you and on the path that they have for you. And I just pray for guidance that they would seek you instead of the world. That they would look to you for their identity and their value and that uh, what they see in the movies, TV shows, TikTok wouldn't be what they find their just who they are in and I just thank you so much for this platform that we can spend Wednesday together or, or whatever day you're listening to this and we just love you so much we release all this to you and we trust you with this and we pray all this in Jesus name amen Alrighty, guys you guys are amazing um Go ahead and message me if you need anything. If you have any requests of episodes or special guests, go ahead and leave a review if you'd like. But I will see. I guess I won't see you guys. I can't see you guys. Anyway, um, we'll talk again on Wednesday. Bye, everybody.